0: Hey, welcome back to the Ascent Church Podcast. We have a great episode for you, so let's get to it. Okay, so today we're going to finish up with the Advent uh, with the theme of love. Now, we've been through uh, on the four themes, uh, peace, hope, and joy and the last one is love love is mentioned anywhere from five to seven hundred times in the Bible depending on what version it is that you look at um, which to me is amazing so love has a very important part in God's life in, in conveying to us what he feels for us um, so I want to focus there's four main deals uh, words of love one is Eros which is uh, the erotic or passionate love. Philia, which is the love of friends and equals. Storage, which is the love of parents for their children. And number four is agape love, love of mankind or unconditional love. Agape love is what we really want to focus on today because that's what God actually gives us as agape love, the unconditional love that goes above and beyond anything that any of us can even understand. Uh, so we 're going to study it 's going to be jumping around i'm actually going to go through from Genesis to revelation i 'm not even going to get in revelation, but from the first of the Bible to the end of the Bible, it does nothing but show god 's love for us. So we start in Genesis and with a man named David or excuse me adam, and adam we 're going to go through Adam and then Noah, of course, and then Ruth, David, and then um, the Israelites. And then us. There's six deals that we're going to study today. Um, so Adam is the one we're going to start with. And, and uh, Genesis 1, and 27. I didn't put it up here because I'm just going to pretty much read it to you. God created man and put him into the garden, giving them one command. And we all know how that turned out. So, you know, they couldn't even keep one command and we, he expects us to keep ten. So that's tough. So the punishment for that one command that they broke was death. But God didn't want them to die like right then. He he showed their his love for them and kept them from being from killing them right there. So that right there just shows you the love that he has. It's his agape love for us for mankind that he he made us in his own image. So in order for that, he doesn't want to just wipe us out. So as we move on down the line, it only takes six chapters if you read in Genesis, and God's fed up with us. Um, the people on earth are just horrid. I mean, it's, it's evil, it's wicked, everything's just really a shambles. And he finds one man, and think about that, one man out of the whole world that he can actually trust, that's faithful to God and faithful to his family, and that's Noah. So he comes to Noah with a plan that he's going to restart the earth. He's, just, he's done with it. So he comes to Noah and he makes a covenant with Noah. <clears throat> and, uh, and in Genesis 6, 17 through 18, he says to Noah, Understand that I am bringing a flood. Flood waters on the earth that destroy every creature under the heavens with the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark with your sons, your wife, and your son's wife. So you know how that goes. If anybody knows about Noah's ark, of course, they were in there 40 days, 40 nights, and brought all the animals, and then the waters receded, and we move on from there. I mean, they start over. So as we move on down through through the deal, we start seeing different aspects of agape love another one we come to is number three and that's Ruth Ruth is a widow woman that ended up in uh, marrying one of Naomi's sons and they lived in Moab at the time because they had moved out of Bethlehem because of the famine that was going on so they moved to Moab for a better life with uh, food and everything that was uh, prosperous more in that country but the husband of Naomi died her two sons died and she's, she's moving back to Bethlehem. Well, Ruth is wanting to go with her, but she says, you know, you can stay here and be with your, your, your people. And Ruth says, no, uh, I don't want to go. I want to be with you. And so Ruth says one of the most famous quotes that, like I said, you probably have it in your house. I know we do. Um, and it's Ruth 1. Sixteen or seventeen, and Ruth says, "Don't plead with me to abandon you, or to run and not follow you. For wherever you go, I will go, and for every, wherever you stay, I will stay. I will. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. You, where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me and do." So severely, if anything but death separates you and me. I look at that and I read that and I think about um, that to me is a a vision of Jesus Christ. Because he will not leave our side. He's with us. Even when we're not acceptance of him, he's still there to cover us and protect us and be with us and not leave us. So I I feel like that's a a vision of God, and and this is in the Old Testament, or the vision of Jesus, I should say. It's just another example of his agape love for us. And then we, we rock along, and we go on from Ruth on down, and we come to another man, a great man that we know a lot about, and that's David. You know, David being the giant killer, and then the king, and then an adulterer. A murderer, and then anointed he's anointed by God. All through that times of him falling from God and walking away and coming back, God never left this out. Once again, yeah, Agape love, God's unconditional love for us. Um, he even wrote most of the Psalms that we read today. And I, I, I Brought out Psalms 103, 3-14. Uh, through 14, And it reads, He gives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. <clears throat> he forgives, excuse me, all your iniquities. He heals all of your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. His, he satisfies you with good things. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He revealed, us, he revealed His ways to Moses, His deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in the faithful love. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. He has not dealt with us as our sins Deserve or repay, repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has removed our transgressions from us. As the Father is compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows what we are made of, Remembering that we are dust. That, right, man, it touches my core because I'm thinking God knows how, just how precious and just how vulnerable we are. Of course, he knows us inside and out because he made us. And we're so fragile. But he loves us. Just like you would, well, everybody in here, except for a few, are, are, are parents. And you love your children unconditionally. And I know I've got a couple that have made some pretty bad decisions. We all do in our younger days. And have I stopped loving them? No way. I still love them just like I did when they were fresh babies, just new. And God loves us that way. He's our Father. And He, he has that Father love He for us. And He never will leave our side. He's always there for us. Sorry, I get a little emotional when I think about that because it just blows me away. So David going on and he just, we all know his plights and everything that goes on with David. But like I said, the Lord never left his side. So as we move along, and I'm sorry if it seems like we're flying through here and I know because. but if we were here we'd be here all day <laughs> this is all the stuff I was trying to figure out how to condense this down without sounding like I am just motoring through everything so as we go we'll start looking here and we see the Israelites and um, their captivities all through their lives of their existence they were captives of, and I'll just name a few the captives of the Syrians to start with and and um, Wherever they were captives, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Romans, they always followed the peoples that captured them, their gods. Some of them didn't. You know, There were some that didn't, like Daniel in the Daniel and all that stuff. You know, he stayed with God. And the reason why he was in the Linsden is because he praised his God. In you know, Neshad Shadrach, and Abednego, they praised their God, which is our God. Um, but most of everybody else is praising their gods. The funny thing is, is God never left their side. He was always there for them. Through Exodus and everything, He was always there. Even though these people didn't praise Him, He still took care of His people. And that's how God is today. Of course, He's the same today, tomorrow, and forever. He never changes. So, you may go through life thinking, you know, God can never forgive me for what I've done, which is wrong. He can, because He loves you that much that he would he 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 just there's no way to say it he just loves you I can't I can't put it into words I mean we've got a whole Bible that puts it into words and it still doesn't pull it to the full maximum except for when we get up into us when I want to talk about the last person on this is us you me everybody um this is the sixth section of this. When we get into this, it's pretty amazing when you think about it. So First John 3.1 stating that, See what great love the Father has given us, that we should be called God's children. And we are God's children. The reason the world doesn't know us is because they do not know Him. Which is so true. If you don't understand God, you don't understand why we're the way we are. We're we're Bible freaks or whatever you want to call us. The reason why is because you don't understand God. If you don't know God, you don't know us. But that's one thing we really need to be doing is we need to show God through us. So that way we can be out and show the people. Let people see what we have and be like, where would you get that? Why are you so like this? You've got this problem with you, but you still rejoice in God. You're you're over here. You're dying, and you still rejoice in God. Why do you do that? A lot of people want to blame God for disease and stuff, but it's not. It started back here in Genesis when they didn't do that one command, the fall of man. That's why we have disease. That's why we have everything that we have today. It's not God. It's the sin in this world. Because God never wanted that for us. And we go on here, and, and again in 1 John 4, 7-11, re- this really brings it home. Dear friends, let us love one another because l- love is from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent His one And only Son into the world so that He, or excuse me, we might live through Him. Love consists in this. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be anointed sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. And in... The golden rule, do unto others as you would like to be done. Always think about that. I know sometimes it's rough and you leisure cool and, man, you know, some people just really know how to push buttons. But you got to love them because they are God's children. And loving brothers and treating people the way you would like to be treated sets us up for the ultimate sacrifice and demonstration of agape love from our Lord and Savior. When he gave us his one and only son, we will be celebrating this in a few days, guys, when Jesus Christ, we we celebrate his birth. And for him to come on this earth as a baby and live through what we live through every day shows you that he loves us because he wanted to understand us more so than what just being a God. He wanted to be a man. And it blows my mind that somebody would come and, and they send their own son because to die for us to sit there and watch him be brutally murdered and could you do that with your kids I couldn't let my child be up there and watch her get murdered or him either one I, it's just it's unfathomable to think that God sat there and watched that and he all he had to do was go one little finger and it had been done There wouldn't have been no flood. It would have been wiping them off the face of the earth. But he didn't because he wanted to show his agape love for us and bring his son here so that we can be with him again in heaven and praise him forever. I know people say forever, and it's just like, oh, it's forever. You say it fast, it doesn't mean really much. I always think of, and I know, I always think of Buzz Lightyear for infinity and beyond. And it is. It's beyond infinity. You you can't even measure that. <laughs> you can't measure that in time. Eat forever. And the same thing goes for if you don't accept the Lord. You're gonna perish in hell. And that's not me condemning you or being judgmental, like a lot of people are like, oh, you're just being judgmental. No. It says it in the Bible. the God said it. You don't accept me. The only way to, to God is through Christ. And if you don't take Christ as your Lord and Savior, your one-on-one relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and friend and brother, you're not going to go to heaven. I and mean, that's as plainly stated. Um, God didn't make hell for us. He made it for Satan and all his little buddies. God does not send you to hell. You send yourself there because you deny the Lord. So don't blame God for everything because it ain't God. It's our own decisions and our own beliefs. That's the one thing that God gave us. Free will. Man, it's a booger sometimes. We like to do our own thing. We like to be bullheaded. I'm the same way. I know. I'm stubborn. You know, always forget about God. And you know... I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to. I've got a problem going on with me right now. I have cancer. It's in my kidney. I had somebody ask me the other day, well, how do you feel about it? You know, you can, and I'm like, you know what? I got, it's, it's, it's really no brainer for me. I, I either die I don't make it and I go to heaven and be with my Lord and I love Jesus Christ and I want to be there. But I don't want to leave my family because I love my family too. So if I come back, everything's good, we make it, which I plan on doing, then I got my family. And I still get to praise Jesus Christ and tell other people about Him. So either way, it's a win-win. I'm good. I'm comfortable with it. I had a piece about this, unspeakable piece about this. And I finally, somebody told me, they said, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. That's Jesus Christ. Amen. Five years ago, I wouldn't have been here Talking like this, I, I I believed in the Lord, but I didn't live like it. Now I'm 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 still I'm still a work of progress. We all are. I'm not perfect. Just because I'm standing up here does not make me better than you. Amen. Every one of y'all can be right here. And so I just want you to know that I love you. You're my family. And thank you for the prayers that every each one of y'all has done for me. And the Lord loves you way before, way, way much more than me. So in closing, I know y'all know this, but I'm going to put it up on the board, but I want you to recite John three sixteen and 17 with me. Because I think if you listen to the words and say the words, it brings it home. So if you would, go ahead and just repeat with me. For God so loved the world in this way. He gave us His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Which is just amazing. <clears throat> um, so if there's anybody here today that... Wants to know Jesus Christ more? You want to get closer to Jesus Christ? Find one of us. You can find me or Riley or any Junior, or Michael, anybody in here that has you know that you know you can talk to or anybody anybody. If you can't find the person, find somebody. They'll find you somebody. Got questions? Whatever, talk to them. So let's like go ahead and just close. And uh, um, if y'all would. Take about 20 seconds or so of silence and just reflect on what we've talked about today. Hey, Ben, if you want to come on up, you can and start getting ready. Um, and we'll just go ahead right there. We'll just start. Dear Lord, we just come to you, Father, today to thank you. Thank you so much for giving us your son. For the days coming when we we will know truly what your love really means for us when we come and see you, Father. To see your son face to face, to be able to touch the scars and just fall to our knees and praise you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Ascent Church podcast. You can check in with us on social media at My Ascent Church. New episodes each week. Thanks. Thanks.